Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. Hi Paul. We're back. We are back. It's Friday afternoon. It's Friday. Woohoo. It's Friday. How are you going, Paul? I'm knackered today. I'm really tired. But It must have been all that kitchen renovating you were doing this week. Yeah. Amongst other things, but yes. Kitchen's done. Version 3. Version 3.0. We'll see how, how long this one takes. <laughs> We've no, been going through them yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, but I'm not going to change it again. That's enough now. That's enough. That's Settle enough. down, pedal. Well, it was... It was kind of forced by having to test a cooktop, yes. so. But we've got the cooktop in, it's all wired up, ready to go. So that's good. A bit of a makeover, I think, more than a renovation. I think it looks makeover. better. It's a bit, I think it's a bit crisper for what you're doing now with the uh, the big thing we're doing, little Instagram Live. Do you call it Instagram still? I'm IG never sure. TV. Instagram IGTV. Instagram Live and IGTV are two different things. Oh, are they? Well, Instagram Live is. Oh, Instagram going TV. Live. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know I'm just new to all this. Jeez. I know. I've got to get onto the program. No, so what we're doing IGTV. is posting some of our uh, stuff on uh, IGTV. So it's if you visited the website, you may have seen it. But just trying to get a bit more info out there. Funnily enough, I was actually just scrolling through Instagram and saw. Um, so we posted the polenta tutorial. It's only about ten minutes. Um, but funnily enough, I was just scrolling through Instagram having a quick look and Maggie Beer has just done a Instagram TV of polenta with mushrooms. But hers is on the stovetop. It doesn't look anywhere near as nice as ours. <laughs> I'm sure it tastes very good because it's Maggie Beer, no doubt. But Oh, she's an icon. She's fantastic. Yeah. Um, we all love her. We all love her. We all love her. But, yeah, it just, I was... What I did notice was the beautiful French copper pot she was making at Palenteri. Oh, you love your copper pots. Yeah. Most yeah. of us can't afford them. Oh, I can't. <laughs> they've all they've been, well, have they been gifts? But you have yeah. been collecting them for a long time. Pretty much, yeah. And I, a friend of mine actually just, I've been doing some kind jobs for him, so he gave me a, a voucher to Williams Sonoma. Um, so that'll more likely than not go towards... Um, I hope they sell copper pots. No, they don't. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. Phew, otherwise... So the, I've got, there's a there's a saute pan I've got my eye on. I'm going to have to tip in quite a bit of my own money to get it, but at least it takes the sting out of it with the help from a friend. So thank as, you to, as thank do you most to my things, friend. As do most things in life, Paul. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a nice copper pot, but they're not for cooking stone. They're for my, they're my play toys. Well, and as we've said before, with... If you've got a steam oven, what I love about the way that you do now polenta, and now I do polenta this way. We can't keep talking about polenta. No, no, but I do love it. <laughs> and I'm still stuck on it, is how easy it is. And that's what I love about steam oven cooking, because when you can do something like risotto yep. and not stand at the stovetop and achieve a great result, yeah. like better than great. It's important to note, though, that we've seen a lot of people do risottos in their steam oven. Like we saw a lot, especially when we started, we had a look, big oh, look yeah. around. Yeah, people no. were just piling a whole heap of ingredients into a tray and sticking it in the steamer. No. We didn't. We're not. We don't do that. No, we don't. So we still take a traditional 
semi-traditional methodology where we still use the stove top initially and at the end as well. But it's the middle part of the cooking where we let the steamer do the work. So it's not all just bung it in a tray. It's really, no, like, no, it's really important no. to note like we're using it as more of a convenience tool rather than a... But that middle part, yeah. even though the polenta takes an hour, I'm not sure how long it takes on a stove top. About an but, hour. Oh, but, does it? Yeah, but the thing is, is that when you have it on the stove, if you watch the video, Linda... <laughs> I did. That's how I learned to make it. In the... If you have it on the stovetop, um, because you have an open heat source, all right, you have... It does a, tend a, to... It's an evaporation. Oh, okay. So and you, stick. Yeah. And you, you've got one heat source, which is mm. at the bottom, so it does tend to stick and catch on the bottom and you have to keep stirring it and, da -da -da -da, and plump the grain. So... The but it is oven. easier yeah. to put it into the yeah. steamer and then you've got time to do the other things in your cooking that you need to do in that time. And that's what I love about risotto. Yeah. That first time that we made it in the steam oven, couldn't believe. I just I made a coffee and I read um, something on my iPad or the paper. I think we might have even had papers back in that day. Oh, my God. And I play with the cat, you know, like I, had, I just didn't know what to do because normally I'm over the stove stirring it so it doesn't stick. So... I love it. I love that. Yeah. So that's good. So that was a good one to post first, and I guess we're going to post more on that. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do a uh, Instagram Particularly TV. Particularly tutorials. I think that works yeah. really well. We'll do an IGTV thing once a week, even if it's just a quick recipe or something. We'll do something. Right. That'll be another form. A Q and A or something. People. Well, maybe you can get your makeup done, and we can do that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I have to get her back. Yes, yeah, she was great. <laughs> And I am still working on. I'm going to have the first draft of one of our e-books out next week for oh you and Joel God. to review. So we're moving along with those. Well, you're moving along with those. Well, it's just the first I'm draft. I'm going as fast as a snail, really. No, and all I do need you to do is give me some idea on what uh, photos, because you are the yeah. photo guru. No, I, I'm not. You are. You take the best, and no. you know which ones you want. But yeah, we'll find some pictures to go with it. Picture storybook. Maybe we should do one of those voice along. It would be easier things. if it was. Maybe those voice along. I remember I used to get those um, books that would have like the cassette tape and it would you would read along with someone with a voiceover doing the cassette tape. I always remember getting a Star cassette. Wars one. Do you think there'll be a whole generation of people who will not know what a cassette tape or a typewriter is? Yeah, I'm not that old. No. But yeah, I am. Do you, but, but do you know those books? They were great yeah, when you were a kid. I, so you stuck the tape in and you can read along and turn the page and. We'd have all these special noises to turn, we'll tell you where to turn the page and stuff. It's cool. I Maybe think we I'm a do bit that older. With an hey, that's a good idea. But not a cassette. It's not a good idea at all. People don't know how to play so them. So much work. But I, I'm old enough to know that when you wanted to listen to a song that you liked on the radio, you put your cassette player up next to it when it came on the radio and hit record, and that yeah. was how we. I, how I we still did it. remember doing um, tape to tape recording. Oh, wow. Yeah, the double tape deck. Yes. Oh, that Boom was pretty, pretty that flash. That was pretty advanced. That was very flash. Yeah, no wonder we have struggle. we've had trouble with our technology. Um, we've had to learn a lot of technology. things. <laughs> <laughs> we've had to we're learn. still stuck in the era of, oh. wow, how cool was recording off the radio, and now we're trying to do this stuff. Anyway. I know. But, but we've learned. We're there and we we've have got, learned a lot of things. We had a, um, a bit of a camera and lighting guru come in and help me out, so... The lighting in the videos now will be much better um, and seriously start looking at getting some bit better cameras now. Like, I think it's time. So we'll We've done well. Dive but a bit deeper into yes. it. Yes. Looking into that. 
and that will open up. I mean, we can do stream demos now, and it's better than what it was, I think. Oh, totally. Um, so, but the question still remains is... Well, we are reaching out to all those people that have contacted us and given us some ideas or some feedback on what they like. We're reaching out to but we need more. them about what sort of content they'd like to give yeah. us an idea on what sort of topics, tutorials or live cooking demos or group demos. So we are yeah. contacting that, that group first to see what Tell they like. Tell us what you want to know. So info at cookingwithsteam.com. Send us an email and just say do a demo on whatever it is. Or would you Fish like to be involved or... in a cooking class? Or do you have specific questions you'd like answered? Well, don't make it too Tell complicated. Us. Well... Everyone's got different needs. Yeah, don't know. Where are you at? <laughs> Where are you at with your combi steam and steam oven cooking? Yeah. Or just food? Yeah, well, just a recipe. Or just food. Like, you know, what do you want to know? We all learn things. It's funny. The more, the more I'm talking to you through the podcasting and through the, what we're doing now with uh, tutorials and so on, I, as long as I've known you, I still learn things and I still get inspired and Not I much still... Today. <laughs> no, not today. That's not, not a good day. But I still go home inspired to try something different or I'm trying a different technique. Well, what are you going to try this weekend? Don't tell me for later. Well, no, no. But I did see you cook, um, do a food demo for another thing. thing. And the way that you cooked the meat in the fry pan, I did that last night with some lamb backstraps that Dougie had bought. And I said, no, no, honey, I will cook, which is what he normally does during the week. So I got home from work. And uh, did it the same way, and it was fantastic. A very similar way, which yeah. I hadn't done them that way before, and that was absolutely fantastic. That's nice for those of us who could afford lamb backstraps. I know, Dougie bought two, one, and he, he thought, <laughs> no, it's not going to go very far, because he could, as you know, could yeah. eat that on his own. So he bought a second one, and that's what he cooked last night, and they were really yummy. So I always learn something different, and I try something different. And that's what I love about learning how to cook, and cooking in general. You never stop learning. No, that's it's great. Well, not and it's great because at the end you get to eat it and if it, you know, it's really that bad, there's always the pizza. <laughs> there's All always pizza. pizza. So what's on for you this weekend? Well, long weekend. Long weekend in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, and we've had a bit of an easing of uh, coronavirus restrictions, so a mate of mine's asked me to go fishing. I haven't checked with the boss yet. Oh, so oh. I'll try and get out for yes. a day's fishing. So maybe some fresh fish on Monday. Who oh, that knows? could be very good. Or Tuesday. Um, so that might be good. Maybe a, maybe an Australian native even, but we'll see how we go. Oh, wow. Just to do something different. And I, uh, what else is on? Not much, bit of gardening. Or someone was kind enough to gift me some potatoes and garlic and stuff to plant. So got to get that done. I have, I did start to do a bit of harvesting of my Warrigal greens last night, and I cooked them up with my Osso and Polenta just on the topic. I didn't bring it up. You <laughs> said don't bring it up. Um, so, yeah, I might get some uh, next recipe we'll do, get some Warrigal greens just so we can show people. So, people in Australia and New Zealand will be reasonably familiar with it. Uh, so, it's much like spinach, it's related to spinach. Um, it's not as big as like English leaf spinach. So the leaves aren't as big, but they're much meatier and juicier. Uh, so they wilt reasonably quickly. But if you've ever bought 500 grams of spinach and pan fried it or steamed it even, it wilts to like a cup 
like less than a cupful. It's tiny. But these are just like really succulent. Um, so we call them Warrigal Greens in New Zealand. They call it New Zealand spinach. It's native to both countries. Um, but yeah, it's quite prominent and it's a bit of a weed once it starts. So mine's finally taken off quite well and it's in abundance. So I'll be sourcing oh, spinach great. and putting Warrigal Greens with everything. But well, that's I, other than that, I don't know. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Being able to have a food group that actually grows like a weed is actually a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Vietnamese mint. I don't know if anyone's planted that. That stuff grows like crazy. And once it starts, you can't get rid of it. And then it's like, you can only have so much of that. It's like really quite hot and strong and powerful as a herb. That's about the only one which I go, no, I can't. Okay. Can't so big tip, put Vietnamese mint in a, pot. in a pot. Yeah. Away from everything else. Yeah. But yeah, uh, cooking wise, yeah, I, don't, I actually don't know. I, I mean, without being silly, we didn't go too nuts as far as the um, over-purchasing of ingredients and things like that, but we do have a bit in the freezer, which I might have to have a look through and just see what comes into my, pops into my head. So nothing planned. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of craving fish at the moment, so I'll go and get some fish. I don't know what. Oh, wow. So happy, happy fishing. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if I don't catch any, I'll buy some. It's always a market. That's what my dad used to do. Go fishing and then come home via the... I've never done that. <laughs> no, my dad was a keen fisherman, but not a keen catcher of fish. Yeah, which is funny because you live down the beach. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why he used to know where to go to get it on the way home. Yeah. Okay. But no, uh, that's about... Yeah, not much really. Bit of sleep. Wouldn't mind a bit of a sleep. And yeah, that'll do me. That'll Sounds be the, good. That'll be the weekend. It's cold. It's starting to get colder. It's really it's cold. Like... Three degrees at night. Yeah, no. I know in some countries that's nothing, but for us, it's where. Yeah, that's Celsius. Oh, three degrees Celsius. Yeah, yes. because well, a lot of our yes, people. That's are sorry, yes, that's right. Sorry. US. I know, and, and we look at movies. I was watching a movie last night from the States, and the. The way that you know their winters and the snow no, and the I ice on the side of the road, they are tough. No, like, no seriously, they are tough to be able to live like that. No. Go shopping, go to work, no. with all that snow. We are soft, like really. I don't yeah, know. we are. We are. We're soft. That's a nice way to end things on a Friday. No? Well, I've been we're making. Soft. We're Thanks soft. for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm making scones. Dougie's got a oh. love of scones at the moment. So old-fashioned scone recipe. Lemonade scones. Lemonade scones. Le- three ingredients. Ten minutes to prep. Fifteen minutes to cook. Happy days. Five minutes to cool down. Whip some cream. Everyone's happy. Yep. Cannot go wrong with scones. I've got to say, uh, my better half is mad keen for scones. Loves scones. But she doesn't actually. And the last time I made her scones, I think I made them on Mother's Day just recently for her. I said, I just don't know. Like, I don't mind scones, but they're just kind of a nothing thing to me. Um, I said to her, I don't get it. She goes, no, no, it's not the scones. The scone is just the vehicle to carry the cream. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. She, she has no interest in it's, scones it's at all. Cream, cream, on the other hand. It's when you get the, the scone and you've got your jam and the cream is so high that it goes over your nose, yeah. over your mouth, like, you know, that's So is it joy. jam then cream? It's not cream then jam. No, I've always been a jam then cream on top. Yeah. I think, I don't know how you can do it the other way. Well, you crush the cream a bit. Yeah, no, why would you yeah. do that? You spend all that time jam, whipping it up. Strawberry. Uh, strawberry or blackberry. I'm a blackberry jam fan. Oh, okay. 
Love blackberry jam. When I did do them, I made apricot jam. Mm. That was all right. I didn't mind apricot jam. But yeah, scones, nah, I don't, whatever. Like, yeah, fine. And they're quite a skill to make. Like, you can't Well, this recipe, this and... recipe, three ingredients, cream, lemonade and flour, you cannot go wrong. No. I defy anyone. If anyone wants a recipe, let me know. I'll give it to them. It's really good. You might good. post it on Cooking with Stone. You can provide the recipe and I will cook it. Oh, now there's no. an idea. Oh my gosh. Okay. Alrighty. Linda's we'll do it. Done. We'll do it next week. Well, have a uh, great weekend. You too. Be safe, everybody. Yes, be safe over there in the US, especially. 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 Crazy town. Good luck. Right Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe, and for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.